Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to discuss an article that appeared in the January issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Summary of the Beef Heifer Replacement Forecast for the 2023 Production Season. To discuss this article, I'm joined today by the co-authors, Randy Sainer, who's a Nebraska Extension Educator, as well as Dr. Matt Stockton, who's a Nebraska Extension Ag Economics Specialist. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for inviting us, Aaron. We'll lay the groundwork for us a little bit in terms of what this article talks about. You mentioned basically what's the net present value or a value of a heifer today based on annual cow cost, expected uh, production, and then also projected prices. Walk through with us the different scenarios you went into to determine what could a producer afford to pay for a bred heifer today? Yeah, so several things we looked at. So we looked at the long-term or the 10-year average on prices. So depending on what those prices are is going to make a difference on what the heifer's value is or what you can pay for her. So that's the first thing. And we use FAPRI to look at that. They do a 10-year forecast every year because we know that the heifer could have a 10-year life. Now that may change. We also looked at productivity. So if if your herd is a high has a high calling rate, that's going to reduce the amount of um, money you can pay for that heifer because you're turning over faster. And we looked at prices in Nebraska as far as rent, fee costs, those things. And we looked at three different levels of prices, a low, medium, and high. Randy's exactly right. With Basically, the thing is, we got to remember is that our projections are based for March-based calving. It's also based on weaning a certain size calf, which affects your revenue, which was about 500 to 550 pounds. And it was a standard, you know, uh, sell it weaning type thing, you know, maybe some retention or whatever, as far as, you know, getting them ready for market or whatever for a couple of weeks. That's up to you. But we use that in that budget. If you ever want a copy of the budget, you're more than welcome to ask and, and look for it. And then we also use a 92% calving rate on average. And, and so if, the, if they have a lower calving rate, you know, they're going to have to reduce the price just a little bit because because they're lower. If they're higher calving rate, then they could pay a little bit more. So as you looked at the annual cow cost, share with us the levels of cost you put in in terms of what was your projected cost to carry the cow as you looked at these different scenarios. Randy, did you want to talk about those? We got a $747 rate. Uh, 880 what one dollar and then what was the last one 992 and i guess how did you arrive at those values what was the thought process there as you came to arrive at those different cost levels well randy was partly responsible because he has an operation and so we used some of his information but we took this 600 cow budget from nebraska we took some information from kansas and we used the feed cost calculator and we used uh, rental rates for pasture uh, in the sand hills mostly. We put them all together and that, that's why we came up with the difference between an average one and then the two higher and the lower ones based on, on the average high and low pasture rental rates that we found. And that's where the differences come from. And, and basically also used the UNL 600 cowherd for Central Nebraska budget, which you can go online and look at. Well, that sure makes a big difference as you look at what you can afford to pay for a bred female. If you're on the lower cost end, uh, you can pay up to $2,200 for a bred female. 
if you're on the high cost end, you're down around a thousand. Yeah, and that and that depends too on your call rates. As you can see, I think what is it? It goes from twenty uh, two hundred for the top for the low uh, the low cost, but a, a low cost when you're talking about uh, the high call rate, which is twenty eight percent, and uh, that would be uh, fifteen hundred dollars. So I mean, it makes a huge difference on call rate as well. And if if your expenses are high, like the nine hundred level. They were actually around 830. So it, re it really reduced um, what you could pay if your cow costs got higher. So that's why we got to work as producers, try to work to keep that cost down. And it's hard in this inflationary time. Well, I think that $900 uh, one, basically, you're looking at a, what they call a tipping point. Basically, what it is, is the reason retention is, is so bad and you can pay so little for the animal is because you're actually losing money. Because your your cost is such that your every calf that's born you're not you're not you're not breaking even a lot only occasionally are you breaking even and uh, with prices going up and down because they're fabry prices and they do go up and down according to what fabry says there's times that you're losing money making money so longevity isn't the only factor in determining profitability it's also individual uh, animals and so it's it's kind of interesting that it does that. So really the bottom line for producers as they think about going out and purchasing bread replacements is first to get a good handle on what are my annual cow costs. Second is what do I expect or what's been typical in terms of replacement rate? Those are two pretty big drivers. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference as you can see in what you can pay for, for a cow or heifer. And so, Yes, that, those are two big, big ones that producers got to look at. And they got another productivity level. Like, you know, we figured a 550 pound calf, if they're, you know, if their productivity is better, they could probably pay a little bit more depending on their fee, on their cost, right? So the cost also affects that. Anything else on this topic you think would be valuable for producers as we point towards wrapping this up? Yeah. So, so the other thing I think is borrowed money. If you're borrowing money, that also reduces because you got to pay that interest back, right? And as interest rates go up, that makes it even more challenging for producers when they're purchasing heifers. You can see there's about a $100 difference there. And you know, our interest may be too low the way interest rates are going. I think we figured what, Matt, five and five and a half percent or somewhere in there. And I think Absolutely. they're already Yeah, I, I think that probably is on the low side as we look at what's happened recently. I guess conversations I've had were probably in the, eight percent range right now and uh projected to go up as i visit with some folks right and th that's also remember that's only for 50 percent borrowed money so in other words if you're borrowing 100 percent, you're going to expect a different outcome you would expect to even pay less the other thing i would say is that that, that give people if you know your cost approximately and you know what you and you believe that you know and your calves are about the same size your productivity is about the same there is a, a, I would access the full document, the link that's in the Beef Watch has another document that's longer. And in that document, there's two tables. And in those tables, you can actually calculate approximately what value you could afford to pay based on cost between the $747 and the $900. And then between the, the call rates of 14% uh, and 28%. Um, so you can actually do that and look it up on a table and give you an approximation of what the value would be given that FAPRI would occur and that your productivity is about 
the same as what we're indicating. The other thing that jumps out for me is you might think, well, I'm not buying heifers. This doesn't apply. But uh, yes, it does, because you still have a cost to get a replacement into your herd. And so if you know what it costs you to get a bread replacement in and you're looking at your annual cow cost and you're also looking at your replacement rate, it can still be a valuable tool to think about how am I doing in terms of am I able to get a heifer into the herd at a cost that's profitable? Absolutely. In fact, Aaron, I would say that you have a really, really good point because, in fact, you're paying in kind, in a sense, rather than paying cash out for a heifer at an auction or somewhere or from a neighbor or whatever you buy them. You're actually paying for that animal in in uh, feed cost and uh, giving up the, the value of that animal as you're not selling that animal. Uh, there's just, you know, those are all cost. And uh, so it's still cost. It, it, so when we talk about cost or break-even value, that's what we're talking about. So the value of the animal is going to be what it costs you to produce it, including your opportunity cost. Well, Randy, Matt, I really appreciate your time. I always find this to be interesting. And again, I think it just drives home some important points cow-calf producers need to remember as they think about production, think about replacements. Absolutely. But for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. Again, the title of the article that we discussed today, Summary of the Beef Heifer Replacement Forecast for the 2023 Production Season.